Yeah, back in the field with the Track Stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tenner, DJ Jeremiah. For all things Track Stars, make sure you go to trackstarswithaz.com. Follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We got Miracle in the building, guest hosting with us today. What's up, Miracle? Yes, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. Thank you. Shout out to DJ Jeremiah. Shout out to DJ Jeremiah. Jeremiah, how was your week? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's always the bare bones show, man. You can always tell when Sean is not in the studio mm-hmm. because we got issues, issues upon issues. Somebody in the chat, let me know if y'all can hear us. Are we good? I'm just going to turn my phone up. Yep. Okay. We got it. We're good. Now, um, I need y'all to come up, come back in here. I saw earlier we had like 50 people on the chat, so we just need y'all to come on, come on back. But yes, um, Sean is out. Y'all can always tell. He was on vacation this week. I was on vacation this week. So um, I'm glad to be back. Uh, my vacation was wild. I went to the beach. You can only have so many days at the beach before it's like, okay, I'm tired of getting sand in my clothes. I'm tired of getting sand all over the place. I'm tired of getting on wet elevators. <laughs> and I'm chasing my kids back and forth. Like, it's just one of those things, man. So, um, yeah, super glad to be back and um, glad to be here uh, for another show. So, first up, we're going to talk about uh, Mike Teasy. Mike Teasy uh, was performing yeah. a show. And um, it was either a guest that came up to him and was just like, yo, um, I need you to, like, he tried to initiate an altar call, right? Yeah. Then he slides into Mike Teasy's DMs after the show to say how disappointed he was that he didn't get an altar call. And that, to me, is just crazy because who says that you have to run a show the way you want it the way somebody has to run the show the way you want it to be ran like why is that a situation and we've had that problem come up in track stars people in track stars have said before hey y'all don't have bibles on the table yeah. are y'all really a christian show it's like yeah we are yeah but we also are living throughout the word of god and we're living our lifestyles as believers so we don't necessarily need to have a bible out here yeah. for you to know that we're a christian show or that we're serious about our walk and our faith and so the same thing can be said for mike teasy wouldn't you say um i would say it's two it's two is a two sides it's two edged sword with this because mm-hmm. one side you have people that when you go to certain christian rap concerts some people do have altar calls but then on some other shows I've seen, like, you know, um, some like Winter Jam. Like, I've never stayed towards the end of Winter Jam, but I'm sure that I don't, I'm not sure, but I'm kind of positive, mm-hmm. a little bit of positive that they don't do an altar call at the end. And I could be wrong about that. Um, I think what, in my opinion, uh, what Mike Teasy could do, which I've seen Lecrae do before, was he had, he partnered with a church and he mm-hmm. had people in the back to say, mm-hmm. hey, if you want to get to know more about Jesus, if you want to talk to somebody about Jesus, we have people in the back. If you want people to pray with you, we have people in the back that you can go pray with. Yeah. And then have it like that. I think we I think I think we're I think we're past the era of um the era of being the minister and the rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I grew up in an era when the dude was the minister and the rapper and like he knew how to preach, he knew how to do X, Y, Z. And Mike Teasy may not that may not be his thing. He may just want to use his gifts and talents to glorify God and sharing with people and share songs with people that blesses them and everything like that. You know what I mean? So I think I think we're in the era where people some people who are ministers, like I could think of like the Kingdom Music guys, um, those guys are very like yo it's about jesus da 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 and not saying mike teasy is not but i'm just saying like certain people are different so i think when sometimes when you go to certain christian hip-hop events or um concerts and a person is doing altar call if you go into a bunch of them and they always do altar calls and you go to somebody's and they don't do it then it's Mm -hmm. it's interesting so yeah miracle what's your take on that you know i just try to remember i don't know these people that's where I always start <laughs> mentally. I don't know people's intentions, their motives. Um, I think it's important to remember that when we're engaging with people because it's really easy to um, make an assumption or have an opinion about something and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So that's where my, my mind starts. Um, I think it's helpful and beneficial for um, artists to recognize the power um, of the platform that they are you know that they've been given um, or that they've received and so um, I mean I think personally sometimes um, 
I do have a concern, and I'm not speaking specifically about this artist, but I do have a concern mm-hmm. that sometimes Christian artists can get so wrapped up into the performance of a thing mm-hmm. that they forget about impacting like mm. actual human souls. And so I'm not saying that that's mm-hmm. a case with this particular you know artist, um, but I think that is something that I've come across just watching, being around the the genre for a while. It just can feel very entertainment. Um, centric which is understandable but at the same time sometimes I feel like Christ is kind of on the periphery and um, so yeah I'm not speaking directly about this individual because I wasn't there I don't know the context Um, but I do think like as people who are on the outside like it's important to just remember that we don't know all the things going on behind and if you're in the audience like pray (laughs) yeah be praying for the people in the room um Mm -hmm. be praying that god gives you um insight or wisdom to engage with people who are there um yeah and even be praying for the artists that like they would um maybe understand a different way of engaging with people about the gospel um so i don't think it's wrong to hope for more and hope for better but i think we just have to be careful with um, yeah. pointing a finger when we don't know context. So, so sure. I guess the question to ask is, so should that be form of entertainment for everything? Because if we're going to do that, mm-hmm. then should we do that with movies? Because there's Christian movies out there when you watch them That's and a it, good just, point. it just uh, it just ends. That's a good there's point. no gospel, think- there's no gospel presentation, it's nothing. It's just this happened and somebody overcame something and God get the glory out of it, and then boom, that's it. To be See, you, know, oh, mm-hmm. you can go ahead. No, I was going to say, to be honest, that's what that's why people leave the movie after the credits roll. That's why we stop watching it. No, but what I'm saying is that we're talking about all because in essence, rapping is a form of entertainment. Yeah. It's not, it's not like I'm, I could teach you, I can do different things with rap music, but right. at the end of the day, it's still a form of entertainment. So if I choose to do an altar call, and I'm like saying, I'm not knocking Mike TZ if he didn't do it or not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if, if he didn't, I'm, I'm just I'm just asking that question because if we're going to do that, if, if we're going to have that that mentality. That, that mentality of everything should have altar calls, so then we should have movies that are Christian-based movies should have something at the end or have somebody there representing that movie brand to... Yeah. I mean, I think there's merit to what you said. I do think that because the mediums are different, um, because, you know, when you're rapping, when you're singing, like... It is in it's in a lot of ways it's very similar to spoken word, right? Like you are speaking to people. So there's a very clear message of what's being communicated versus when you have a film when you have a television show, like there's a story and it's more about the representation of the narrative, right? Versus and it, again, it depends on the artist because the way that they, you know, the way that they communicate the message, be it through rap or singing, um, it could still feel like a story, it could still feel like a narrative. But I'm just saying, I think that it's rap or singing can be just more closely aligned to speaking. Mm-hmm. And so it can feel more like you're teaching mm-hmm. um, versus you're still very much receiving like information um, and you're being taught right. through watching a story, but it's just different. You know, I think it's received different. It is. Um, and so that might be what that that's about. But I think, you know, that is a good point. Um, but I think maybe that's what it's about. It's like, okay, you're speaking, you're talking like through your lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how do you want to present your message? Yeah. So my, my take on this, right, is... Um, I think dude was a bit out of pocket. Um, So what happened, Miracle, like when we were listening to the comments and reading through the article, what happened was um, there's a guy who was attending, right? Yeah, yeah. And he starts trying to take over the show at the end. Like he motions to DJ to turn the music down. Right, yeah. He gets on stage and walks up. Yeah, yeah. All this kind of stuff. And so it's interesting to think that somebody would take matters into their own hand. Now, I will say this. We've been at plenty of shows. You have to read the room. You'll yeah. know whether or not the Holy Spirit is imparting the right time for you to do an altar call because it'll hit your spirit. If you're spirit-led, spirit-filled, it'll hit your spirit. Now, I've noticed this too. A lot of artists are on time crunches. 
or they have a, or the venue has a time where you gotta yeah, shut you the gotta music off, here. right? Yeah. So you never and then of course we know things don't start on time. Yeah. So if things don't start on time and you're trying to catch up, catch up, catch up, but you still gotta get your main artist who you paid to be there out on the stage, then you tell them like, Hey, we're cutting your set twenty second twenty minutes short. You yeah, know, but, so but we got ten I, minutes. I think what his point was that you he was taking pictures and charging people to take pictures, and because that, that's what that's what the dude said in the art. The yeah, thing. Right, right. Crazy, but he was saying that if you had time to do that, you could have time to to do all. But call. he said that after the show was over, he yeah, saw him but, doing that. No, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying to you is like if we're if you're going based off the time thing, and being in a building. Then you had time to still stay. That you from that, that's, yeah, right. you could have done. You could have done that Not necessarily, because yeah. how many shows have we stayed after to talk to people where the DJ is cleaning up and and running while instrumental the while taken. the while pictures are being but, taken and then that kind of stuff. Yeah, but at the same time, it's still you still have time to do something. Basically, what he was saying in his article to the, whoever emailed him or, yeah. or direct him, he basically saying your priorities was messed up because you didn't prioritize people's souls over purchasing. Photos. That's what he was saying. The person in the yeah. thing was saying. No, and I. I don't know if Mike Teasy was charging for photos. That's what he said. I mean, that's what the article thing said. So the, the article might have said that, but like that's what he said. It's in possible the thing. though, because when you do when you get VIP tickets, yeah. right? Oh, typically okay, okay, okay. you're different. you're yeah, charging yeah, yeah, yeah. people for that type of yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So you're getting that um, experience. Like I, like I said, man, I I've seen I've seen stuff move with different people. Yeah, um, I've been in this long enough where I've seen. Uh, I was at a cross movement concert when they did an altar call. I was at a 116 concert when Trip Lee did the altar call. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been in this long enough to see different people. Now, do everybody do an altar call? They may not. Yeah. And I don't kill them for not. But at the same time, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, if I'm not going to do it, then maybe if I'm at a church. Now, that's another, that's another question, too. Because mm-hmm. I've been to concerts when they're at... Uh, uh, a room like mm-hmm. downtown somewhere in Atlanta, mm-hmm. like in a in like a, a rhinery room. Like uh, I know the truth got something coming up soon in there, and I've been there with Jordan Armstrong, and Jordan didn't really do no altar call, but I mean he was done and he talked to people afterwards and different things. But it was more like celebratory more than just uh mm-hmm. like uh, uh I'm preaching to you, preaching to you. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. didn't really. Like he went, he he did certain songs and then he talked a little bit here and there, but it wasn't like it didn't feel like that. You get what I'm saying? Like so, yeah. I don't, I yeah. don't, I don't know. I think, um, you know, like again, I'm not, I'm not going to. Put, oh, I don't know bad. these people. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Miracle. No. Mike Teasy said we did not charge for pictures. He was okay. judging and falsely accusing me. My bad, Mike. My so bad. So Mike bro. is here. Yeah, he's in the. Yeah. Uh, What's up, Mike? I, and I, and that's what I figured too. I figured that you, um, like I said. If you're taking pictures or you're at the merch table, the show is pretty much over. Gotcha. And the DJ is probably been told, hey, you can play some music while people yeah. are transitioning out so right, that you right, don't right. kill the, the vibe. Yeah. But, I mean, I've been at shows where that happens. I mean, yeah. come on. We've been at Flavor Fest. They said, my teacher said they paid to get in the concert, period. We had seven VIPs in Phoenix, but I treated everybody the same. Let's kill the nonsense, please. He said he saw your... um. Mike, he said he saw your Chris Brown line for line and said, you definitely need prayer after that. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, nah, honestly, man, I, I knew when we was, were going to discuss this that um, yeah. I didn't see any fault in what Mike Teasy did. Yeah, I don't have no problem with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like I said, there have been times where, like I said, we have run out of time on shows. Yeah. I mean, even at our, we got a studio here. We got a, we got a concert venue here. Yeah. We've run out of time for altar calls. We I don't remember doing an altar call with um, Derek Minor. Yeah. I don't remember doing an altar call with uh, Surf Gang. Yeah. I don't remember doing an altar call with um, FMG. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like we know yeah. that okay, we're running behind on time. We still got to get the yeah. other artists. We got to get people out the door. Like it happens. But I, I, yeah, go ahead. I think what I was going to mention earlier is like just recognizing that the Holy Spirit it's the Holy Spirit's job yeah. to do the work, right? Like. Yeah. We have the opportunity, the ability to plant seeds, to water the Holy, like God is the one that makes it grow. And so, um, like I get, you know, like being concerned, Mm -hmm. but I, I do think we have to remember the Holy, the Holy Spirit is very much capable of doing what needs to be done with or without a person. Right. And, and so I think that that is something we have to remember because these these formats of operating can be good and helpful and useful, 
but we also have to recognize that the Holy Spirit is Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and will do what needs to be done. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. period. I, I would say this, and I'm glad Mike's on here. I would say this. If you are, if your venue's a church, and let's say, you know, you having a bunch of people come out and... You know, maybe that's not your thing. Maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you're you're saying, man, I'm a performer at heart. God used me to perform. He used me to use the gifts that I've given him. Then maybe partner with that church and say, hey, at the end of this conference, I've been talking about this guy named Jesus for the entire time. I've been talking about God and everything like that. We have somebody in the back. If you need to talk to somebody about God and even further your journey with God, yeah. there's somebody in the back that there's can talk to you back you. there. Yeah. yeah, And you can have that. Because, because if you... Because my thing is, I'd rather that person do it that way than do it in, like, the flashiness of it and yeah. bring an altar call. Because you don't know. People just be making people go up, yo. Go up, go up. You know what I'm saying? And it's not legit sincere mm-hmm. if it's not sincere. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say this, man. The Holy Spirit is never going to get it wrong. You know, I've been in church services where my pastor was like, I had this great sermon planned today. But in the car, the Holy Spirit hit me and told me, just do praise and worship. Yeah. People will get a better breakthrough through praise and worship today yeah. just let them praise me yeah and we praise and worship for an hour and a half no sermon yeah you know what i mean and i felt so um set free after leaving that service and and i know that when my pastor says yeah. the holy spirit is in in control yeah yo we about to have a good good time in the lord and it's also going to be fruitful and we're going to get so, a lot out of it so you're saying when he don't when he preaches the, the lord no it is because the holy spirit will drop playing nuggets in, in everything games, right jeremiah. but um but see jeremiah <laughs> jeremiah doesn't understand he hasn't been at a church for 25 years that was that is um uh drama free or you know I mean, that's like, funny what do I what do I always don't say? Don't say that. What do I always People, say? People, drama I've, free since '93. I joined I, my church said, in '93. I no say don't yet. say that. Don't say that because I know people that free. I used to work at a job and they would be like, "Yo, that church wilding <laughs> hey, over hey, there." Hey, 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 and I ain't talking hey, about my former hey, church. Hey, I'm talking about y'all playing. That's the congregation, not the body. <laughs> oh, no, part of the body, not the body. All right, so listen. <laughs> if you just tuned into the track stars, you better stay tuned. I'm using all two of my hours. I don't care how long we're gonna be here. You ain't talking about her time, my time, or. He's nah, gonna be yeah. here. He, I mean, we All might dip out. All two of my We hours. might leave. He gonna still be here. Okay? So we're gonna get into some music and we'll be back. You're in the field with the track stars <laughs> Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah Lego. <laughs> it's time for the Entertainment Report with Jeremiah. All right, man, it's Entertainment Report, report time. Let's go. All right, so um, first off, we it's a lot of stuff um, going down this week. Um, one was um, it was a rumor about Tyler Perry buying BET. Um, the rumor reportedly purchased uh, um, Tyler Perry purchased BET has made waves this week on social media, but is um, has one slight drawback. Um, as of now, it's completely on on unsustain unsustainable. Um, Perry has not bought BET, but reported from the last month indicates that he's trying to con- take control of the company. It certainly remains a strong possibility that Perry will purchase majority control. It just hasn't happened yet. So what do y'all think? What do y'all think? What, what does BET look like? What does Tyler Perry control BET look like? I'm not sure I'm ready for that. Really? I'm not sure I'm ready for that. Why? Um, because I feel like it's going to have a uh, majority of his stuff on there. <laughs> and um, I'm not a big fan of everything. Yeah. Tyler Perry. Um, man, I'm proud of what he's doing, man. Happy, Super happy for him and his success. But... I'm just not sure that that's the move I want to make yet. Like all Tyler Perry, um, every season, every show kind of situation. And then, you know, what does that mighty dollar dollar look like? Because it might get to the point where you have to worry about, um, you know, is he going to just take in money from creatives that don't necessarily need to be there? Well, I think I think the thing is, um, I think he... I don't know if all of his stuff is going to be on there, but then also I heard that whoever buys it, because I remember so many people trying to get it, that I think VH1 is going to be added to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they took some shows off of VH1 and put them on MTV on purpose. Like I think, like I think Love and Hip Hop is a franchise. I think they took that and put it on MTV. So just whoever in case bought it won't have that franchise and other franchises off of that. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to see what happened, man. Um, 
But I, I would gladly see it. And I, my thing is, I hope he has a board of people to talk about what to put on there because I think image is everything when it comes to um, black people and African Americans. Right. So I think the right image. But I think people, it can't go to own. Like my wife watch, my wife watches own the own network at times. Mm-hmm. And when there's stuff on it, I'm like, some stuff is good and some stuff is just like, uh. so I'm like, hopefully it's something where you can have a board of people help you with that and come up with concepts and come up with shows that can help people go like oh i want to watch bt especially black people watch bt yeah so yeah all right man um heaven on earth collective what up rg is ushering in his uh a spirit of collaboration of course you remember his last year praise um which was i saw 10 10 artists laying down verses on one track Mm -hmm. rg also explained that the extense um list of producers and artists that helped them bring new hollywood to the final to the finish line as well his roots are with indie tribe but then he signed to reach records but now he got his own collective cooking called heaven on earth the artists involved are what up rg aklesso uh, rama jesse um caleb mitchell not clyde killer watts enzo graham 350 a3 ac juice bangers and young sauce every artist shared matthew 610 which states your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven all okay. right okay so um also some big everybody was talking about that kind of got a little bit of controversy um going through it was that foggy raw is now foggy keys foggy raw is has a song called Psalm 62, verse 2, which he raps over the You Don't Know My Name by Alicia Keys. I think he was having some trouble getting it cleared, but a video surfaced this week with him sitting next to Alicia Keys singing the song. And he said um, in his caption that um, um, the Psalm 62 will be out now. So, um, yeah, but then also, I don't know. I think people had a problem, of course, of him saying some foul language in the music and or saying the N-word and... It was a lot, man. So yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Has so, Fo- but shout out to Foggy Raw. That's the thing. I mean, he's been here what one time? Yeah, he's yeah, been he's here one time. time. Has yeah. Foggy Raw said that he is a Christian hip hop artist? I don't know, man. I think I think he is in that. Um, I think he I think he plays around with our circle and mm-hmm. mess with the people in the in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but also I think he's on that Toby and Wigway feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. You know, he knows people. Toby knows people in our community, but I don't know if he's like very embracive of mm-hmm. our community. But I think Froggy is a little bit different because a lot of people he's he's worked with a lot of people in our community. So I could be wrong. Does he does he um, profess Christ in his music a lot? Um, I don't know. I've been I've heard certain songs he has talked about Jesus, mm-hmm. and then certain songs he's just talking about like the the Psalms record is just basically talking about a relationship. Gotcha. So I don't know. I don't know. All right, man. Um. 25 to Ja. The NBA has suspended Memphis Grizzly star Ja Morant for 25 games to start the 23-24 season because of conduct with the pistol. Um, it was announced Friday because, you know, it was supposed to be announced that. Um, and the reason why we're doing this story because we did talk about John Morant and everything um, a couple weeks ago. Okay. And then we just didn't have the yeah. information because um, the commissioner was trying to wait until after the finals so it won't be the highlight of what's going on. So he waited after the finals were over to, to say this. So John Morant decision um, to once again wield a firearm on social media is alarming and this um um, concerning giving his similar conduct in March for which he was already suspended eight games. The commissioner said the potential for other young people to emulate, to emulate Jaws conduct is part um, is concerning. Under these circumstances we believe a suspension of 25 games is appropriate and makes clear that the engaging in reckless irresponsible behavior with guns will not be tolerated. I've had times to reflect and I realize how much hurt I've caused. Morant said in um, a statement issued Friday, I want to apologize to the NBA, the Grizzlies, my teammates in the city of Memphis, to Adam Silver, um, Zach Kilman, and Robert Peru, um, who gave me the opportunity to be a professional athlete and have supported me. I'm sorry for the harm I've done to the kids who look up to me. I'm sorry for failing you as a role model. I promise I'm going to be better. To all my sponsors, I'm going to be a better representation of our brands and all of my fans. I'm going to make it up to you. I promise. So, what do you guys think? Do you think it, that was a good good thing? Because it's 25 games and some other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So, he's missing some money as well and some other stuff he's going to have to do as well. Do you think that um, this is him or his publicist? It could be him. Because the, be the one thing I want him to understand out of all this yeah. is you have a child. Yeah. You have a child. Yeah. And what you put on the internet is going to live on the internet. And not even if you scrub it off your social media... It's already 
probably a million videos that reactors, commentators have made about this situation. Yeah. So it's not going away. It's, ne it's definitely not going away. And I think his child is under the age of five now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when she gets around to looking at social media, you know, hopefully he's teaching her if he has guns in the house about gun safety yeah. and how he was he was reckless and negligent at one point. But this is how he is making up for it. You know, by teaching her the right way. But mm -hmm. I mean, the things that are said, the comments, the attitude, all of that's on social media. So, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that he still has sponsors. I think I think it's funny, and I know people didn't like what Kyrie posted about the whole Jew thing, but I think it's funny how Kyrie lost everything, just voicing his opinion about something. Yeah. And then he was Ja was raving a gun and he like his supporters like holding on like his sponsors are still holding on to him that's crazy to me. well you know what this goes back to what we talked about in the first conspiracy J where yeah. the government wanted us to have violence in our in our neighborhoods and wanted us yeah. to have this um, you know uh, negative connotation about you know our lifestyle yeah. so I'm wondering if the same thing is happening with job ja Morant it's like hey we we want you to give the street cred but we don't want you to give it too much yeah. so now we're not going to let all your endorsements go away we're not going to suspend you for the whole season i mean think about in in the football in nfl these nfl players are getting suspended for gambling yeah the whole season yeah whole season and yeah. john morant's 25 games isn't gonna really do yeah. much of a dent because don't they play over 100 games how many games they play 81 81 yeah and then if you make it to the playoffs more than that so probably about if you make it to the playoffs seven 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 Probably about about near hundred. Yeah. For three rounds. Three rounds of seven, 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 and then then the finals will be set another seven. So yeah. Miracle, you have any take on that? She said, Nope. No. Not a John Moran fan. <laughs> not a word. Have you ever seen him play? I am not into sports. Oh, just I don't not either. I'm not in basketball. Watch a highlight and just watch him play. It's like watching okay. an NBA game on PlayStation or something. That's funny. It's, okay. he's, he's really, really um energetic, high energy. Um, but yeah, it, it's you still look like you're not interested. So I right. took the camera right <laughs> off. <you>. All right, <laughs> so so last story. Um, the King of Choice Awards are releasing who the um is releasing soon the nominees for different awards. But this week they nominated Brinson. He will be their um he will win their Kingdom General Award. Reckon. Um, in recognition of his remarkable contributions to the CHH movement, so shout out to God Chasers, Brinson. Um, they will be giving him that award, an honorary recipient of that award. All right. So, copy section. Um, the projects this week: um, Forrest Frank, California um, Cowboy, DKGK, Resurrection, EI, The King, The, in the, incor the Incorrection, Part Four, The End. Um, I think that's incarceration. I'm on yeah, the incarceration part for the end. I'm okay. jacking up today. Uh, singles: Angie Rose, Child Like CC, Kid Lee, Set Apart, What Up RG, Heaven on Earth Digital, um, Thizzle by My Side, Scooty Wop, Freshy, um, He Sound Lee featuring um, Dallas Fort, Love, Give It Up, Cam, Big Yay, um, KJ Carter. Um, basically, um, what was their name of their group? Who? Oh, um, um, Cam and them. Oh, uh, culture villains. Yeah, basically culture villains. Freedom Ring, um, Warren Christian featuring Zay Hill, Way Up, Cardiac Drums, 1K Few, um, Jeffy. And remember, man, if you want to hear these songs, you can go listen to them on a Milk playlist, the best in Christian hip-hop, gospel rap, Christian rap. Feel Good playlist for all my Christian R&B fans out there and urban gospel fans. The playlist is that for you. And that is it for me. A.K.A. I, the Heat Sync playlist. The Heat Sync. What's that? <laughs> The heat sink playlist. Oh, um, <laughs> what playlist? Oh, what playlist is that going to be? You got to tell people what that is. Nah, nah, nah. It might be coming. It might be something we develop. We'll, we'll see. Um, I want to shout out to the Five Twenty Collective, uh, Eric Boston over there. Those guys. Um, if you haven't heard or watched their live, uh, they had a conversation uh, with uh, Bryson um, Gray and um, uh, Zero for Hire, my DJ Mike LV, John Keith, uh, Ruslan. Uh, Tori Deshaun, um, Eric Boston was there as well. Uh, uh, DJ Lost. Are you talking Bounce. about the fight? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, go check that out. Um, support it. It's almost at ten thousand views. So we, we definitely want to okay. see that grow. Um, support their channel as well. And they just recently dropped the podcast where they discuss um, the AI 
uh, situation. So go check it out, uh, the520collective.com. And then um, they're released on Substack now. So gotcha. really, really dope stuff that they're doing over there. So we, we support our brothers over there. We love y'all and uh, keep up the good work. We'll be right back. You're in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, and DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. All right, so we are uh, trying to still talk about this situation, man, with, um, uh, you know, I guess we've been on relationship topics, you know, sometime this year. We had a couple of conversations about it, noteworthy and things like that. Um, but we saw something interesting this week, right? Jeremiah is so, so silly. <laughs> yeah, I got to catch this lab. Well, I'm telling like, you. We saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Great. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And so we were trying to um, discuss this whole situation with Sukiana. Um, and Jeremiah, you found this first. Yeah, right? I, I, you, I found out about it. You brought this up. So talk well, to, talk okay. To so two it. things happened this week for well, her. If you don't know who Sukiana is, um, she's a female rapper. Um, she's very, she's very sexual, very sexual. Push, pushes sexuality, everything. All her songs is very sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, two things happened to her. One thing is probably stuff people have been talking about in the culture a lot was um, her and this cat named YK Osiris. Um, was at like this place where it looked like it was like a she was sitting with a group of people and um she um was sitting there and he came up and tried to kiss her and she was like get off me get off me like she was moving her head and um and he was just forcing her forcing himself on her we're not talking about that because we 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 that's whack we we know mm-hmm. that's whack we, mm-hmm. we know we don't do that that type of energy is that type of act that type of behavior is not acceptable so that was whack Okay, so then the the other thing that happened this week that was kind of was under the radar because the YK Osiris thing was just popped off, which he apologized and she accepted his apology and everything. Mm-hmm. So she goes on a show with Candy from um, Escape, and she has like a show where she just is very free fall, free fall sex talk. Mm-hmm. Her mm-hmm. Um, big gift from Goody Mob was a special guest, and then her co-host, um, her co-host was very forward and aggressive with her. Now. If you um, going back to Sukihana, she every time she's getting interviewed with a guy, she's very aggressive with the guy, okay. talking sexual talk with him, and okay. like you know, you know, I do this, I do blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So the guy, he got with, he kind of matched her energy on this one, but he was going, he was going overboard. Okay, he was going like way overboard with his stuff. Okay, um, showing her stuff. She asked about it. He showed her everything. He was going overboard. You could tell she kind of felt. You said showing her stuff. No, show his stuff in a picture form. And on the show. On the show. Okay. It's very raw. The salt. The the the. the, the okay. The, I showed Ryan it, but he was talking about it's a very sexual show. Okay. So and people were like, um, the shade room. And everybody posted stuff like, see, she felt uncomfortable. Blah blah blah. Next step. Right. And then in the comments, people was like, well, that's the energy she gives off. So is it right? I guess the question is, is it right that the guy matched her energy and aggression like she normally would show another male if she was getting interviewed by uh, um if she was getting interview, get interviewed by a man, she's normally the aggressor in those interviews. Where would she's she like, show images? Is that is that what we're saying? Um no, she sh- she didn't show no images to him. But the question is cuz they was talking about how can I say this without being wrong? She was they were talking about sizes, right? And the guy said, um, I got some blah, blah, blah. Yes, and right. she said, show me. And he was like, oh, well, okay. And she and he showed him. Okay. So I think the question is, okay. Okay. I guess because it was Sukihana week, was that guy being too aggressive or was it the energy that she been, when she projected herself to and he just matched her energy? When people say that, I always think about matching energy as far as like... Um, being in a situation where you know you're matching somebody's anger right yeah um in this case no it's not because you know that was a weird interview how he kissed her she was in the middle of doing uh no that this is totally, totally different things this is okay, two different things okay, yeah. we're talking about we're talking about, we talking about what i i, I showed me. you yeah, sent you yeah okay so Man, first of all, man, like I really hope that she has uh, a Black China experience as well, where <laughs> she comes to. Well, the she Lord. did. Remember, remember, she remember. We had a conversation about her years ago, 
when she talked about she sold her soul and she can't get it back and hopefully she can get with Jesus again and all this other stuff. This was like like two or three years ago. I do remember something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, do some. Okay. And we talked about it on the show. But, so my hope is that she will. Okay, first of all, because you know what you put out on social media, what you put out on television, you eventually are gonna have a change of heart. Yeah. At some point, you know, either you're gonna get older or you're gonna start having you know a family and she has kids already. She does. That's right. Um, but you're gonna start wanting to be accountable to that. Like, does she have daughters. I don't know if she has daughters. So she, she has, has some daughters. She, has she like may daughter. have daughters too. I know she has she has children. Some daughters. It's gonna be hard to keep yeah. them out of the the uh, the OnlyFans um, setup. Oh, she had one. She had one. Of those oh yeah, she, she's in trouble. <laughs> I told she you her whole persona. I think the thing, the question, and people probably asking. I saw in the comments saying, "Why are we talking about this?" I think the question to talk about it is, I think is, I think people don't understand people's personas, and yeah. sometimes when people do things. And they so freely do those things, and then somebody comes and tests them. And, and somebody in the comments, when I saw this story, said this is the equivalent to a gangster rapper. When a gangster rapper, in, in his videos, he's showing guns, he's throwing up the set, he's talking all this talk, and then he goes to a city, and them guys that's in that gang, in that city is like, yo, you about that life, what's up? You know what I mean? And that's mm -hmm. what they felt like this was the same thing dealing with this conversation. So, okay. What do you think, Miracle? I'm trying to hold my tongue. Um, for one, because I was I was more ready to discuss the Amen. the original situation with the apology and all that. I mean, we can um, do that with too. the guy. Yeah, we can do that. We can um, do that. I I mean I haven't because I haven't watched the like interview and like I am not uh, prepared to discuss <laughs> <laughs> that interaction. Um. But I mean, I think something that I will say, uh, based on you know the apology or her response to the apology, I think it can apply for both that situation and also the interview, right? Like she says that I'm a human, a woman, a mother, and a daughter. Before I am an entertainer, no matter what my lyrics express, I still have boundaries and a right to have them. Um, so I get that it's valid. Um, I do understand how when you are projecting certain messages and a persona, like even if it is not her, her to her core, right? Mm -hmm. But you're projecting a persona that can be confused with how you operate, even if it's, you know, a different time of day and you're not trying to do that today. Mm -hmm. um, so I can understand that. But I think, um, yeah, I don't I don't have a lot to say because um I, I don't understand why you would welcome that type of energy in a platform. So I can't I can't really speak to that. But I do think regardless, um, like she's a woman, she's a person who has boundaries. She should be respected. Yeah. The way that she chooses to communicate that or to like express that to people like that is within her bounds and that's mm -hmm. within her right. Um, but I think that, you know, people just need to have a better understanding of boundaries. But I get, I I'm, get being confused. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, Miracle, but what do you think is wrong with her? Like, what do you think this goes back to? I am this, not this Jesus, right? No, I know that. I know that. <laughs> but what I'm saying, like, when you see young ladies out here that are projecting in this kind of way, and it feels like they're just trying to um, either be in the limelight or overcome some type of insecurity um, from a childhood issue or something like it just doesn't feel like you wake up one day and you want to be known as a sex symbol because well I think some people do I think some people do I I think <clears throat> okay so this isn't this isn't nothing new for uh, us I mean we grew up on Kim we grew up on Foxy we grew up on Trina we grew up on Luke. We grew up on Two Live Crew. We grew up on all these people that was quote unquote. Um, I saw somebody talk about it this week that said um, it's called it was porn rap basically. Mm -hmm. So this isn't nothing new to what we've heard before. We've heard women talk like this. I think the I think I think the difference is to a certain extent 
Mm-hmm. I don't think people. I know. I remember seeing the video with Lil Kim getting backlash about they had her on like a um, a show, like a talk show, and talking yeah. about different things of that nature. So this is nothing new. I think my thing for me is, and this is the question, is how she talks to men in interviews. Yeah. If she's it. controlling the interview. Yeah. If she's getting interviewed and she's aggressive, like sexually aggressive, and making him feel uncomfortable, that's cool. No, is that cool too? No, it's not. I'm acting because she. That's what she's saying. I think we need to have mutual respect. Yeah. For all human beings. Yeah. I think that this should be something that we accept, we receive, we recognize that we're not just thinking that we can. But everybody's in their own place, on their own level, on their own journey, right? Mm -hmm. So I. That's why I'm like I'm real careful because I haven't seen the video. I don't know. I don't have context. Um. But I think we have to be mindful of of how we're presenting mm-hmm. ourselves and how it can be perceived. But regardless, um, like to me, you have to be careful with these conversations because this is the type of stuff that leads to it feeds into rape culture. Yeah. And so I'm yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. never gonna sit up here and like ever act like you know a woman is suggest or a, a, is welcoming something without giving her outright consent. And so it's very important to me to like recognize that regardless of how blurry the waters may appear to be, um, this type of stuff can lead to people thinking that they can do stuff like IE do just putting his hands on her. Oh, yeah, doing, yeah, right. And right. I know that's different, that's but right. it's still it's still it's all in the same kind of yeah. mentality. Right. Yeah. Of yeah. like, oh, I just got the ability. And so if there is, you know, confusion, my hope and my prayer is that people would choose to get clarification, to communicate, and hopefully we will be praying because yeah, yeah. this is this is affecting like globally. You know what I mean? Like nationally, mm-hmm. this is affecting us, and so oh, it's no. not just a one person, one you know what I mean, um, type of thing. Like this is affecting generations to come. So, anyways, I, I think the question is: Do you think, um, do you think that's a problem that? our societies in because it's so everything is so very very sexual right now yeah especially with you know hip-hop like I mean, yeah. another another conversation yeah. we were supposed to have was like how hip-hop hasn't had a number one album or a number single hit number one this year so far mm-hmm. and and people were just trying talking about that too this week of why it was that and i and then you had different people say well it's because Everybody's rapping the same. Everybody's saying yeah. the same old thing, you yeah. know, from the men to the women. Women yeah. are just rapping about sex, sex, sex. Men are rapping about drugs, 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 kill. And it was like, we're just tired of that. So more people are listening to Afrobeats. They're listening to um, uh, pop music. They're listening to mm-hmm. R&B. So hip-hop not doing what it's supposed to do as mm-hmm. dominant has been dominated. Mm-hmm. So that's the question now. It's like, are is that something, even using her as an example, just using that are people to the point where they think because this persona this person has this persona that they are this you know what i mean and this is not just a her question but this is a question for this culture because if people are not buying in that mm-hmm. means they're buying out that means they're not focused on you they just they may just like your song they may just like different things mm-hmm. so i think just this the question of and how this correlates with that conversation is mm-hmm. because um people just don't see it no more they don't they're getting tired of it you know what i mean so i i just think i think what you said is very real i i think um i think for some men when going back to suki mm-hmm. if um she is saying that to them i think they're kind of blushing they not they they feeling uncomfortable but they blushing about it they're laughing about it like kind of um cliche and but i think i think the thing of it is i don't think nobody deserve whatever i just think sometimes people feel like well, she talked to me that way. I'm going to talk to her back that way. I think also something that, that needs to be acknowledged. I don't know if people recognize this. Um, the fact that, like, black women have consistently been overly sexualized throughout, like, the history of this nation. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, and hip-hop has been more than willing to sexualize yeah. black women. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of dignifying. There hasn't been a lot of elevating um, and giving value to the woman outside of... Right, Mm -hmm. that element. Mm -hmm. And so what I see when I see women doing these things is it's almost like they're taking the tool and they're like, now I have the power, right? And so it's, to me, it's, 
are we recognizing that this was created prior to you know these artists doing these things like they are not the creators of this thought process they're not the creators of this way of being they are just like okay let me take this and use it to my advantage Mm -hmm. because if we didn't have a society that ate this stuff up they would not be profitable yeah like they would not be making money right right? so i just want to put that out there because i think sometimes it's easy to judge the woman and be like yeah you're doing too much but it's like but if this wasn't a part of the culture Mm -hmm. it wouldn't it wouldn't hold weight Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it, it right. wouldn't be impacting people the way it's impacting them right yeah. so in a lot of ways many times men are the ones to perpetuate and start these types of things because it's a oh, okay I want to have access I want to have advantage I want to have whatever it is and women are responding and sometimes the response is from a helpless place right and mm-hmm. these women are like okay no we're not doing that we're going to have the power we're gonna and so it's flipping it it's on its head and i'm not saying it's right but that aggression or that like overt like i'm coming at you could very well be a game of me being like okay i have power now so watch how it feels when you're on the other end of it yeah right and so and then it's like oh people want to get maybe technical and say okay well it's not right and i i get that but at the same time it's like recognize maybe this is a power play yeah Yeah. i think the another question about that is when when you do it you do like you said you had a power but do you feel like when they don't when somebody flips it on them then it's like i'm a woman you know what was me blah blah is that the same thing but what i'm trying to say is that's already the case like men are consistently already doing things to women that you know are inappropriate yeah. right especially in the hip-hop yeah. space yeah. so that's not like this oh wow this is new yeah what's new is women doing it yeah that's what's new so Mm -hmm. i get again i get it's confusing i get that it's sending mixed messaging like i get it but if it was if it was to be looked at from like oh this is a power play yeah like how do i feel when i'm being treated this way yeah Mm -hmm. how do i receive it and that's how it was thought about instead of just oh she's doing something that you know and i like you know that means i have permission to go do xyz yeah you know so here's what i'll say about what i believe is happening right i think i think one of the issues that is concerning for me is one when you mentioned that we had little kim we had trina we had foxy brown growing up i still never really heard unedited versions unless i bought the album or was sitting in somebody's car that was playing the album right so i heard what mtv allowed me to hear what bet allowed me to hear i heard what um the popular songs were that were edited on the radio what i didn't have was social media that was unfiltered Mm -hmm. uncensored Mm -hmm. what i didn't have was cable at that time that was unfiltered uncensored yeah. right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but now we have social media we have um uh, we have uncensored cable channels we have uh youtube that's yeah. uncensored videos going viral um all these you know clips that you can find sent to your phone through tiktok through youtube through yeah. facebook through twitter those are the things that were different for me now i will say this i heard a story earlier this week about two 10 year old girls and one 10 year old girl assaulted another girl with her words they were at a public pool and she was like girl you better be glad you got your legs crossed otherwise i'd lick something that you don't want me to lick Mm. and it's like you're 10 right yeah i have a 10 year old i know she doesn't know about that kind of stuff yeah i know she doesn't know about that kind of stuff and so it's scary to think that unfiltered social media with Young kids getting phones at the age in fifth grade and younger, third grade or younger, are getting to access this stuff and learn about this, right? Yeah. And so when you when you say, yeah, we had the Foxy Browns and yeah, we had the um, yeah, we had the uh, what you call it, uh, it throws me off. Yeah, that young ladies want to portray themselves that way because we have um, this this new era of women need to be empowered to say what they want to say about their sexuality and men have been doing this for so many years yeah it's a double standard but it doesn't make either one of them right yeah well i think i'll I'll say this i think um somebody said it best in our comments even though i think the difference is from 
us to them is we still had other female rappers that wasn't on that wavelength. So we yeah, still we had did. Lauren Hill. We still yeah. had Queen Latifah, MC Light. We still had other female rappers rapping something totally different than what Little Kim and Foxy was rapping. Today, yeah. everybody's just on that same. All all these young ladies that's presenting this kind of music is yeah. all on the same wavelength. They and I'm are. saying that based off of this um, Spotify playlist that is promoting female rap. And mm-hmm. if you listen to it, literally, it's the same thing, same content going back and forth the whole time. So regardless of it, and then honestly, some stuff is really us, honestly, because I mm-hmm. think as men, when you when you supported strip club culture for so many years, yeah. now it's just them young ladies got off that situation <laughs> and now they're telling their stories. Yeah. So it, it's, it's really Trina, like, yeah. Trina and Eve. Supply and demand. Yeah. 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 So I think, I think at the same time, it's that. But then also, I think people got to support other f- type of female rappers out there that's totally different than that. You yeah. know what I mean? You know what I mean? So it's it's some people on that wavelength is just, they're quiet and stuff. So Yeah. And is, is hip hop prepared? Like, are we really ready to change the culture in that way to where we're not? sexualizing women to where that's not the norm like if the answer is no then we know where we're going to continue going I I think one of the bigger issues that I have is how much Christians play into this Mm. you know what I'm saying like we gotta we gotta change the content we gotta change the content that we're listening to that we're watching that we're seeing that we're hearing Yeah. because if we stop all those professed I'm a Christian and I listen to hip hop if we stop they'll see a change They'll see a change. But you know what I mean? And we need more people supporting what we do and what the artists are doing in this space. And that's, I think, our biggest issue. I think that's always yeah. going to be our biggest issue. But to, and to me, that that's rooted in heart change, right? Because yeah. you even if you're stopping that, like that doesn't. To Jeremiah's point, like that strip club, strip club culture and even like, you know, porn being like the yeah. industry that it is. And, yeah. you know, like. Okay, you can stop listening to it, but like, are you are you still allowing your mind? Are you still allowing you know your thoughts to believe certain things? And I think the church just needs to get very clear on what is okay and what's not okay, because there are not enough conversations about what is actually appropriate. Mm. There's more discussions on women submitting to men and men mm. being leaders than mm. men being viable leaders mm, okay, you know humble okay. leaders yeah. right that righteous leaders yeah and women having being able to trust the man right being able to okay i know that you're trustworthy i know that my worth to you is not just x y or z so you know that's a whole nother conversation but i do feel like it's connected because it's not just the surface you know taking in entertainment and media it's what is behind all this so yeah I agree. I agree. Um, well, I think to wrap that conversation, uh, we have to be, you know, filtered more. We have to, and, and I and I admit, I'm part of the problem. We had a conversation last week at Flavor Fest um, that we are all a part of this problem because, you know, some of us still like mob movies, and how can you like a movie that glorifies sin that actually happened, and people are making money off of this, and families are continuing, like uh, the um, whole growing up Gotti. You know, they're making money off of a legacy of a man that was pure evil, who uh, was, you know, um, convicted of so many different things, you know, before his death. And then we're still seeing how his children are flaunting it on social media and his grandson's getting ready to fly for it with Miller Jr. So it's like we have to get to the point where we do better. And that's the, that's the final word. We got to do better. You're in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Now, I'm in the field with track stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully, you guys are listening. If you're not, then you're losing. 